0: Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM.
1: Well, good morning. I am so, so delighted to be with you today, Kingdom Living Ministries. I esteem you highly in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a pleasure to have this platform and this opportunity to speak uh, to you, to share a word from the Lord. Uh, Before uh, moving forward, I would like to give honor to whom honor is due and thank God for our, our dear pastor, uh, Pastor Dwayne Wright and his lovely wife Courtney and they're their their they're handsome boys they are they are great people and as long as I've known, um, Pastor D uh, Dwayne we call him P.D. Um, he has certainly been a blessing in in my life and I've just enjoyed watching uh, his his growth his development in his progress uh, in the things of God he is a man after the heart of God and if you know him you know that to be true and so I am grateful to have. This this opportunity to come and to add to what's already been established and presented, perhaps in my particular way, wanting to add something to it. So that together, collectively, we can go from glory to glory, faith to faith, and yes, even strength to strength. Let's just pause and and pray before I delve into our, our message today. Our Father, we just thank you and praise you for another opportunity that you have given to us to b- bring forth the word of God. Uh, anoint me, I pray, Father, afresh and anew to deliver what thus says the Lord. I thank you that this is good ground. We will hear the word. We will not only hear the word, but we will be doers of the word, for therein is the blessing. Thank you for this good ground, and thank you for the fruit that will abound and remain to the glory of God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like you to join me in Acts chapter 16. I want to read a few verses for you in Acts chapter 16. I'll begin with verse 6, and we'll go to verse 10. Now, when they had gone through uh, Phrygia and the region of Galatea, they were Forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mysia, they tried to go to uh, Bithyn- uh, Bithynia. <clears throat> I'm trying to get these words out this morning, right? <clears throat> but the Spirit did not permit them. So, passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night, a man of Macedonia. And pleaded with him, saying, "Come over to Macedonia and help us." Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. And so far the reading of God's word. I want you to note some things in light of this passage. And 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 briefly, there's much that one can extract from this uh, these verses. But I just want to point out a couple of things here. We see number one that Paul had a vision. Number two, we see obviously Paul communicated that vision, or Paul shared the vision that he had. Then we see that his companions, that is his missionary team, concluded Paul's vision was their vision. And we see in verse 10 again, after, we, after Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel there uh, and, and to them. Um, it's very, very important that we understand we are in this thing together. If you want to give this message a title, that's in fact what it is. We are in this thing together. Here's what I'd like you to do. I want you to be engaged here today. If you haven't already, uh, type type this into the uh, chat area. Say, we're in this thing together. If you're there in your home with someone, uh, say it to them. We're in this thing together. There's a familiar verse in the portion of it in uh, Proverbs 29:18. the first portion of it I wish to recite, "Where there is no vision, the people perish." Uh, another translation says, "Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. Still another says, "Where there is no uh, revelation, the people go wild." So we see, vision is revelation revelation is vision. The New King James Version uh, presents this passage this way, and I'm going to read the the, the verse in its entirety, Proverbs 29 and 18, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. And and may I add, uh, uh, not to compromise the integrity of the scripture, but I believe it's certainly true that happy is the person who uh, embraces the vision and who advances the, that, that vision. Where there is no vision, no revelation, the people perish. Uh, I like what Pastor Tommy Barnett said many years ago. I, I, I read it in a book um, that he had written, and it just stuck with me. And where the scripture says, where there is no vision, the people perish. He concludes that where there are no people, the vision perishes. And it shows us uh, how very, very important people are the vision and its fulfillment. Vision is a powerful thing. Every successful endeavor requires vision. Uh, Vision is so very, very important to our lives, so very, very important to our ministry, so very, very important to our calling and our life's assignment. Sight is a function of the eyes, while vision is a function of the heart. Uh, it, It is very, very important that we look beyond our physical eyes, to see with our spiritual eyes that which um, God will bring revelation to, that is to our heart, the eyes of our heart. Vision is seeing the future before it actually comes into being. Vision is the ability to see farther than your natural eyes can look. We all need vision. Vision makes the unseen visible and the unknown possible. The word vision literally means the ability to uh, to see visible things, and so uh, uh, I'm looking around uh, this 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 room, and I'm I'm seeing things like 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 doors and and chairs and and camera and audio equipment and and Pastor D. I'm seeing things, and I'm seeing persons. Uh, but then there's this other part of vision as well where it it means the ability to see other things. It is an unusual competence in discernment, uh, perception, and or intellectual foresight. And certainly with regards to uh, the the, the realm of the spirit and spiritual things, it's seeing what God reveals to us that the natural eye cannot see. So then vision is what we see and also the way in which we see. Vision is what we see, but also it's how we see. Vision is the picture of a preferred person future everybody needs a vision uh, you got to have a vision even for your personal life for your family for for yourself uh, uh, individually and for all of us collectively we must have a vision uh, it may not be what we're seeing right now in fact it may be way beyond and should be way beyond what we're seeing right now if you're content with just having a just enough to get by. Uh, if if you, if you're content with having repeatedly more month than money, then. That's a sad state to be in. You should be in another place where you're even able, you got to visualize it to see that I can come out of this place and this space that I may be in so that instead of always being behind in my bills, I can pay them forward or I can pay in advance. Wouldn't you like to be in that place, hey, let me just pay the mortgage off even before the 30 years uh, or whatever the duration is that you have as a mortgage. We've got to think beyond ourselves. If you think, well, uh, well, I I I received my high school diploma and that that's good for me. But if there's a stirring in you for something greater, but you think, well, I I don't I can't afford it. I don't have the money to pay for tuition. It's not you've got to see beyond that to see the God of possibilities who says, if I put it in your spirit to do, I will provide the means for which you to, compl- to for which you can accomplish it. Remember, it is God who works in us both to will and to do for His good pleasure. God to place desire in your heart, and then he'll give you the wherewithal, all the tools and the instruments, the means necessary to complete what it is that he's placed in your spirit. Vision is seeing the end from the beginning. It's seeing tomorrow from today. It's uh, seeing the ultimate purpose of God in your life and in your existence. Uh, businesses require men and women of business, particularly in leadership capacities. One thing that I know of Pastor D, and there are many things that I could say of uh, uh, Pastor Dwayne, is that he is a man with a vision. And uh, I remember when he served as youth pastor for, for Agape, um, and we were in the interview process, and, and I asked him, uh, I asked him, uh, you know, what his vision was for youth ministry and outreach, and and if if I'm not mistaken, I think he he said he see saw a youth ministry of at least five thousand people, and uh, you know when we were at that time pretty much a handful of people, that was a great vision to have. And I remember smiling because I said, "I like that because you got to see beyond the little that you may have and see it as a seed that if planted, it can become a harvest and be much more than what you imagine. Now, Pastor D can have all the vision in the world, all the vision that heaven affords him. But if he doesn't have people to come alongside of him to conclude as those who were with Paul, that the Lord did not just give the Vision to Pastor Dwayne and Lady Courtney, but that he's given it to Kingdom Living Ministries. Every one of us has a part. Let me say this to encourage you: You may not be the pastor, uh, you may not be in, in a leadership position, a titled position, but you are absolutely valuable. You are absolutely vital to uh, the, the 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 vision's fulfillment every member of the body is set in place as God pleases. And uh, the eye should never say of the ear, I have no need of you. The hand should not say of the feet, I don't need you. Uh, every member is imp- important. Every member is needed. Perhaps you work behind the scenes. You are just as significant as as those who are visible before others, think for a moment. Paul's using the example of the human body to illustrate spiritual truths, and so uh, he says, even those uh, un, uh, uns, uh, 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 those unseen. Parts or those parts that are not necessarily celebrated, they're significant. They are as important as all. You might hear this as a compliment if you have nice eyes. Somebody, said, somebody may say to you, you have nice eyes. Oh, you've got a great smile. But have you ever heard anybody say, wow, that is some kind of liver you have. My goodness, that pancreas, I, I've never seen anything like it. It, it. No, you can't see it. But how about it? You can't exist without a liver. You need the liver. So the liver is just as important as, as, as the members of the body that are seen. So whatever your role is, perhaps yours is simply uh, uh, to make certain that things are in order. Maybe uh, you're, you're, you're given to maintenance and that's what you like to do and you shine well there. Well, it all works together to minimize disorder or to eradicate it so that the vision can go forth according to God's purpose and plan. You are very much a part of the vision and its fulfillment. I want you to consider with me a familiar passage of scripture. Matthew 18, verses 18 through 20 says, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Uh, let me pause to say it this way. Whatever you bind on earth is bound, having been bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose, having been loosed in heaven. It's already done. So the scripture continues in verse 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree, touch and agree concerning anything that they ask. It will be done for them of my, by my Father in heaven, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst. Uh, the, the, the energy of synergy, unity, unity in the body of Christ is so very, very important. Helen Keller said, uh, alone we can do so little. Do, let me back up to say it like she said it. Alone we could do so little Together, we can do so much. Phil Jackson put it this way, the strength of the team is each individual member. The strength of each member is the team. And Red uh, Red uh, Kipling put it this way, for the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. We are in this thing together. Uh, Matshona Dilla says, once on one foot you limp, On two feet, you sprint. Oh, I love that. I love that quote. Henry Ford uh, also adds to it saying, uh, coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. You have an energy. You have a part. You have a gift. You have talent. You have skills that God has given to you to bring to the table so that what God has given to the leadership of the house uh, can come to fruition. Uh, I mentioned the energy of synergy. Synergy is, is something that is so very, very necessary for any organism and certainly for, uh, organization and certainly for the organism of the body of Christ. The word synergy basically means this a state in which two or more things work together in a particularly fruitful way that produces an effect greater than the sum of their individual effects." Uh, it is also expressed this way, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, in other words, uh, I may be able to do something of 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 great significance, but I can do even more of greater significance when I am paired with others and so uh I, I, Bible says iron sharpens iron uh when we get together, we should bring about each other's cutting edge and we should affect each other positively. The scripture says in Joshua 23 and 10, uh, one man of you shall chase a thousand for the Lord your God is he who fights for you as he promised. And then Deuteronomy 32 uh, pretty much communicates the same principle, Uh, 32 and 30. It says, how can one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight? unless their rock had had sold them and the Lord had surrendered them. The principle is basically this. One can chase a thousand, two can uh, put 10,000 to flight. It speaks of the product of or the result of synergy are coming together and how that we can do even more uh, than what logic would say. We would think, well, if one could chase a thousand and two can put 10,000 to flight, but that's not what the text is saying. It's saying that we can experience exponential exponential growth when we put our gifts, our talents, our abilities, our resources together for the fulfillment of God's Uh, purpose in our lives. God wants us to be one. He wants us to be united. To be united doesn't mean that we have to be uh, exactly alike. There's none of us that God has created to be exactly like. Even if you're a twin, you are not exactly alike your twin brother or sister. Um, Unity and uniformity are not uh, the same in definition. We don't have to be uniform to be unified. Uh, however, um, God would have us to be very mindful of how important unity is to achieving synergy and accomplishing the task of the Lord. Uh, we've got to be on the same page, we've got to be in harmony, we've got to walk in sync or in step with regards to what God is calling us to do in this hour. Jesus prayed in John chapter 17 that we would be one even as he and his father are one he says Lord make them one that's a prayer Jesus prayed and 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 I believe in in many in many ways that 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 prayer is answered but in in, in many ways uh, uh, we we become a hindrance to that prayer as well uh, and pastoring now for over 30 years've I've seen a lot I've, I've seen a lot and when I uh, add to it my my experience in the Church of Jesus Christ I can say I've seen a lot I've come to a place now of age and stage where I can look back over my shoulder, and I can reminisce of experiences that could have broke me, but thank God that they didn't, that they made me. I learned how to put my trust in God rather than in people. I learned that sometimes people may tell you, I'm with you till the end, and 24 hours later, they're gone. I've learned uh, much about disappointments and frustrations and how very important it is to keep your eyes on Jesus in times like those that uh, that uh, God will never leave you and God will never forsake you. And with every vision comes provision. God will bring the human resources and other resources into your life. He'll cause your your paths to cross and and, and or meet uh, so that you can come together to do uh, what God has called you to do as the visionary. The visionary needs visionaries as well to uh, surround him or herself with. Uh, and sometimes it may simply be uh, to encourage. Sometimes it may be to support financially. Uh, sometimes it may be to roll up your sleeves and let me do that. Uh, let me do that, Pastor. Let me help you with this. It's in your heart to do it. Well, God has given me insight on how to make that happen. And if you allow me, I'll be pl- uh, pleased. and. Uh, I, I, I'll be honored to help you uh, to, to create something even that it doesn't even exist yet so that we can fulfill the purpose and the plan of God. A lot of folks sit back and complain about this, that, and the other, but you need not to be that, that, that kind of person. I found out complainers and murmurers, they don't get into the promised land. They don't enjoy the promises of God. Years ago, I heard uh, um, Doctor Earl Johnson um, put it this way. He was talking about about um, pioneers and settlers, and and he said this uh, to to those who are leaders as pastors, and and uh, you're you're trying to accomplish much for the kingdom of God, and and you'll have people to come, and of course you want your church to grow, the congregation to grow and develop, and you'll have some people who will come, and they will say, uh, uh, where's the youth ministry? Uh, where's children's church? Uh, uh, you know, where's the uh, uh, the the credit union? And where's this, that and the other? And uh, that's that's a that's a settler. He said, there's a place for settlers, but there's also a place and a need for pioneers who come in with a different attitude. There's no youth church, no youth. Ma- Where would you like ch- youth church? Where would you like the credit union? Where would you like this established? They come with a different mindset. They're here not to be served, but to serve. Oh, God, help us. Help us so much. Help us, Lord. Unity is a, about oneness of purpose. It's about a pur- being purpose driven rather than persons driven. Uh, you get some folk who are just uh, so into persons and personalities. Listen, if they do not give you a, a, a special uh, celebration service for, 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 for your time in ministry, uh, don't take it personally. You do what you do as unto the Lord. And the Lord who sees what you do in secret, he'll reward you openly. Do what you do with or without a paycheck. You know, for those of us like PD and, and I, you know, uh, PD, PD is a little younger than I, but he's got a little aging stage on him as well. And uh, we remember the time where you just, whatever your hands found to do, you did it. Even if you were not necessarily qualified to do it, if there was a need for a worship leader and you couldn't carry a tune in a pail, you would just take a stab at it anyhow because the need had to be be met. Um, Of course, it's best to be fit and functioning where God has Placed you so that the church can flourish. But uh, we weren't looking for a check. Oh, you, you need to usher? I'll usher. And we weren't looking for a check at the end of the week because I ushered. It, church needed cleaning. <laughs> we didn't hire maintenance teams. Every ministry and, and church I was raised, every ministry had a week. And you would go and you would rotate and you would go. I learned ministry uh, by serving with my mother who did not ask my sister and I, would you like to go to the church house with me and help me clean? No, she said, get in the car. Not only are you cleaning your room, but you're going to clean the rooms in the church house. So I know what it is to have the experience of toilet bowl ministry. My job to go in there and clean toilets and clean bathrooms to make certain that they were in order and and they were clean uh, to receive the saints who would come and mess it up. Um, I, I had the privilege of 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 vacuuming uh, the carpet in, in, in the church and also in the pastor's study I wasn't trying to be the pastor I wouldn't even thinking i'm gonna do this for a little bit but eventually this gonna be where i'm gonna uh, where I'm gonna uh, 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 be serving right here as pastor i never thought about it in fact to be honest with you I never wanted it first of all i didn't even think I was pastor material i didn't even think I looked like a pastor i didn't have a soda belly i didn't have a receding hairline at the time thank God thank god that It's 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 here and not here. That's just me. I'll often say I'm grateful to still have hair after after all of this time because I would look like a light bulb if I was bald. Some of y'all working it well, but it's just 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 not me. Just not me. Uh, God help us so that we can come together as a team to do the work of the Lord. There is a blessing in unity and a blessing in synergy. I want you to go with me, please, to Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, and I'm going to read some verses for you from the New King James Version, verses 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall... One will lift up his companion, but woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? It's called a blanket. I'm just going to let me go on. Verse 12. That's not in the verse. You, You don't see that. Though one may be overpowered by another, two with can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. There's a number of things that we can see in this passage that speaks to us of the blessing of the reward of working together, understanding that Pastor uh, DeWayne's win is our win, that his vision is our vision. If God has spoken to you and said, you're to be a part of Kingdom Living Ministries, then your job is to fulfill the vision of the Lord that the Lord gave PD before you even decided to be a part of Kingdom Living Ministries. PD is not a novice. Uh, neither he or I would say that we're experts either, but we're not novices. He didn't just get saved last week and read 50, 50 books on 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 prayer and and fasting and 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 demonology. No, he's 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 been tempered. He's been processed. Uh, he's been prepared for this. He's learned how to pray. He's learned how to hear the voice of God. He's learned how to walk in faith. And if God has called you to be united to him, and when you find a, a man of God who's after the heart of God, you found, or a woman of, of God, uh, and, and as we can say with his wife who stands beside him, then you, you, you found good people. You found good leadership. You find a good place to serve, you find a good place in which to be connected and then it becomes your responsibility, kingdom living family, to support him, to hold him up, to pray for he and his family. he's on the front lines of battle uh, he's dealing with a weight that you know nothing of. Sometimes people look at what those of us who are called to serve in this capacity do and say that's easy, I could do that and we say knowing the weight of it, knowing the enormous responsibility that we wouldn't wish this on an enemy because it's more than you can imagine. But if God calls you to it, He gives you the grace to be able to function in your calling. If you just say, "I want to do it," before because of whatever you think uh, it, it, it this is and what it means, it's glamorous, it's 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 uh, uh, you know prosperity, fame, fortune, etc. Then you've missed it. You do not know the weight of this calling and bearing in your own body the marks of Jesus Christ and and sufferings that, that folk want the the the, the resurrection power but they don't want the the sufferings that come along with it. But when you connect with such leadership when you connect with a fine house, a, a house of integrity. There's no perfect place. None of us are perfect. You know you're not perfect. You can act like you're perfect to everybody, but I can see right through you. You are imperfect. We all are perfectly imperfect. We have a treasure. It's in an earthen vessel. So don't hold up and say, I'm not going to connect with a church or, or connect to vision until I see perfection. Maybe it's God's uh, uh, assignment to you or a God's calling of you to help perfect what's lacking, or in other words, to help strengthen what's weak, so that we can be a mirror image of Jesus Christ in all things. When we consider Ecclesiastes chapter four verses 9 through 12, note, there is a mutual effort and mutual reward. And so the, 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 the win again of Pastor PD is your win. It's our win. It, 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 it's the body of Christ's win. Uh, when when you succeed, when he succeeds, when I succeed, uh, when 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 we move forward in advancing the kingdom of God and edifying the body of Jesus Christ, it becomes mutual effort. Our coming together, our doing the work of ministry, and it is also rewarding, as we see here in verse nine. In verse ten, essentially, what we see is mutual support and motivation. Uh, we, we, we've we got to be motivated and we should be equally motivated. Even if you can't see it, you trust in the leadership that God has given you. Remember, believe on the Lord God, you'll be established, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper, uh, that there is a mutual support and a motivation that God uh, gives to us and, and, and gives us blessing in our coming together as unified believers and synergize. And then in verse 11, we see mutual encouragement and productivity. Uh, something about encouragement, a little encouragement goes a long way. I want to encourage you to do this. Um, if, you, if you haven't made this your practice, uh, just because does not have to be Christmas. Doesn't have to be birthday. Doesn't have to be an anniversary time. When's the last time you sent your pastor and and and, and his his wife, uh, leading lady Courtney, uh, just a word of encouragement? Uh, hey, you're doing a fine job. I'm praying for you, and and really you are praying for them. Don't tell them I'm praying for you, and you're not. Then you're lying. Okay? You know I've learned to get in this habit. When people say pray for me, and I say we'll do, I know if I'm not careful, it'll slip my mind. So I'll pause and I'll pray uh, at, at that moment, but mean it, pray for them, lift them up. And then you know what? Every now and again, as the Lord should put on your heart, uh, uh, put, put something in their hand, just some, something tangible, something of value, bless them. Uh, bless, but now listen, if you can't cook, then, then don't, don't try to bless them with a meal unless you had a caterer who could cook. Uh, you, you hear what I'm saying? Uh, PD may remember this story years ago. Um, I I had made the mistake of telling congregation that I love peach cobbler and I really do. I love peach cobbler. I love my mama's peach cobbler because she could make peach cobbler. Um, And so I I just shared that And one lady, God bless her, dear heart. Uh, She was not ill-motivated. She, it was in her heart to do so. She came to me after church and she had this big pan. It was about this big. And, you know, one of them big aluminum pans, she said, Pastor, I heard you say you like peach cobbler. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, is that what this is? And she said, I made you some peach cobbler. And she handed it to me. Oh my God, it was so heavy. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of peaches up in here. And then she said these words to me. She said, "Now, I, ain't, I hope you like it. I ain't much of a baker. And I was like, oh, she just talking. I got that peach cobbler home. I'm telling you, I was looking forward to having peach cobbler. And I remember uh, just taking the aluminum foil off and I'm looking at this peach cobbler. I'm like, this don't look like my mother's peach cobbler. And uh, I was like, oh, whatever. it just looks. And so I tried to, um, uh, I looked at it and I was like, oh, uh-uh, something is wrong here. I'm like, is it cooked? Is it baked or what? I, let me tell you it was really it was <clears throat> i know she's going on to be with the lord so i can tell this story and not be <laughs> offensive to her and i didn't give you her name right but i'm gonna tell you that was the most challenging peach cobbler that I have ever faced in life. And now I'm like, oh my God, what am I gonna say when she says to me, how'd you like the peach cobbler? I don't wanna hurt her feelings. I, 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 I don't wanna bring a tear to her eyes. Oh my God, and I can't lie, I'm the pastor. What am I gonna say? I'm like, oh, figured it out. When she would come and say, Pastor, how is the peach cobbler? Here's the answer, it's gone. So I said all that to say, uh, if, if that's not your gift, then bless them in some other way. And I'm going to tell you, this is, a, this is 2020, y'all. It's been a crazy year, but thanks be to God for something called Cash App. And, and, and there's other means. Uh, you can just put it in there. God put something in your heart. You ain't even got to see him. Just want to bless you and attach a note to it. I promise you it will be uh, a blessing to you to be a blessing. Well, uh, we see furthermore strength and power. Verse twelve: strength and power when we come together to uh, uh, work toward the fulfillment of vision. Look at Psalm one thirty three with me, please. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren, uh, sisterin, and children too to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion for there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. God commands the blessing where there is unity, where there is synergy, the same anointing that is applied to the head eventually gets to the feet. As you come together and as you look ahead to a new year, which is just a few weeks away, um, 2020 has been a challenging year uh, for us. For us to say uh, otherwise is really not to speak truth. We've, We've experienced Um, stress and disappointments and frustrations, uh, the unexpected losses, uh, the domino effect of COVID-19. We've experienced a lot in this hour, but I believe things are going to get better. I believe things are going to get better for you. I'm even talking to somebody right now, you're very concerned with regards to uh, the end of the month and and you've been relying on assistance as it relates to um, being without a job, unemployment at all. And you're very, very Uh, anxious at this particular moment, but God doesn't want you to be anxious. He wants you to rest in him. And I'm to remind you that you've seen him move on your behalf before. He's done it before. He's going to do it again. He is your provider. He is the one who sees all needs beforehand and makes provision for him so that your needs are met. So as you have cast your bread upon the water, it's coming back to you. You just got to trust and believe God. Well, I believe 2021, is a year of great possibilities. The potential is great. We've come through a time of of pruning and we've come through difficult days. And and I'd love to say this to you that on January 1st, uh, everything is going to be back to normal. It may take us a little longer uh, to get back to what we perceived as normal. And some things perhaps we'll never get back to, and maybe that's good for us. But that God has something ahead for you and your role in Kingdom Living Ministries. Right now, while we're having to do this virtual thing, you're not able to have the kind of connection that uh, physical physical in-person connections that you're accustomed to. But thank God for virtual platforms. This is a time for each of us to think, okay, we're getting ready to relaunch. We're getting ready to reassemble. We're getting ready to do some things that uh, were challenging for us to do in in 2020. And we should be prepared. We should be prepared prayerfully. We should be prepared as far as our our resolve and convictions that we are going to be absolutely intentional and growing Where we're planted, that we're going to do whatever is necessary, whatever is required of us. God will give us the will, the desire, and then the tools, again, the, the wherewithal, the instruments, the resources necessary to fulfill his purpose and his plan. Unity positions and empowers us all for anointed ministry. Unity provides refreshment and fruitfulness as we can see here in Psalm 133. And finally, unity releases the blessings, life forevermore. I wanna, I wanna pray a particular benediction over you from scripture. Um, and then I'm gonna pray as, as well from my heart. Um, there is a, a, a benediction here in Romans chapter 15. Would you go there please, Romans chapter 15. And I'm gonna read for you from the Amplified, the classic Amplified version, verses five and six. And this is the benediction. Remember benediction. Sometimes we see it, benediction, old church is over. Um, Benny, good diction flow of words. And so it's a flow of good words. It's a word of blessing. That's what a benediction is. And these words Paul wrote, they're as applicable today as when he wrote them, uh, when he penned them by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And I say this to you, now may the God who gives the power of patient endurance, steadfastness, and who supplies encouragement, grant you to live in such mutual harmony and such full uh, uh, sympathy with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may unanimously, with united hearts and one voice, praise and glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. That's a word of blessing. And God who has called us is faithful. During this time, I encourage you, instead of checking your brothers and sisters out, check out yourself, introspection. Examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. Invite the Lord in the process because we all have blind spots. There's some things perhaps that you can't see that others can. You might say, well, I'm all of that. Right there, it's proof that (laughs) you need to come before the Lord and deal with issues because none of us are all of that. As I mentioned earlier, we're all perfectly imperfect. But what can we do to strengthen Our serve. What what is it that we can do to help? Let's deal with the matters of our heart. Is there is there rebellion in you? Is is there this 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 thing that uh, uh, rejects um, authority, God given authority, shepherd like authority? Uh, Is is there something in you that needs to be worked out that maybe you're not trusting the leadership that God has given to you and and, and you you tend to buck up uh, against it? That's going to hurt you. That's not going to help you. That's going to hurt the body. That's not going to help the body. God is teaching us. He's tempering us. He's processing us so that we can be fruitful. I shared today uh, with Agape uh, a message of, of God's being up to something. And I use John chapter 15 about the pruning process, that if you're being pruned, that's a signal that, 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 that God's, God's love for you is great, that you have been fruitful and that he sees the potential of more fruitfulness and wants you to be even more fruitful to produce more and better fruit, but in order for that to happen, you're going to have to deal with some losses. He's going to cut off some things. He's going to prune some things. You're going to deal with frustration, and uh, and, and 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 you're going to deal with. Uh, disappointments. But it's all it's all good as long as you keep your eyes on Jesus. Stay focused. Keep your eyes on the prize. You'll see that when it's all said and done, it's going to make you to be even more fruitful, to be even more useful, to be even more productive. And that's what I see for you. That's what I see for myself. That's what I see for uh, the church that I'm privileged to, to lead, Agape. And that's what I see for Kingdom Living Ministries. I've been in this place before. It, it, I, 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 I've been been in a place where I had the privilege and the honor of pastoring seven adults and four children. But I watched God. I watched God over the years take that number, that seed, and multiply it to what we become today. Do I think we have arrived? Absolutely not. I believe there are higher heights and deeper depths in Him, things that God has called of us to do. And even though we've been in this pandemic and we've had to shut down, as they would say, uh, restrictions as far as our assemb- assembling and, and, and uh, uh, the things that perhaps we planned to do, we had to kind of put them on hold or cancel them altogether, that you can't really shut down the church. And if anything, it comes to help us realize that the church is not a building. It's a church house, perhaps the building, but the church are uh, our, our people, the redeemed of the Lord and that you might tell us to be quiet, but we'll not be silent. You may say we can't serve, but we'll function just the same, that God will give us ability. God will give us creative ability. I'm grateful for this platform. Aren't you grateful that you can have these times where even though you can't come together with your brothers and sisters in person, that you can connect spiritually on this virtual platform? To receive a word from the Lord, to be encouraged, that's a good thing. But you gotta see beyond this pandemic because this too will pass. And you got to see what God is preparing us for. And it's great. In fact, it's big. Here's what I want you to do. Just put big, capitalize, B-I-G. It's gonna be big, it's gonna be big. We're in this thing together and God calls us together. He calls us together. Even if just a few of us come together, we can make a world of a difference. And that's what God is calling you to, to make a world of a difference, to make a difference in the world, to make a mark that is absolutely impossible to be erased. I believe the memory of the righteous is blessed I believe that God will take the life of individuals and use them over the course of their lifetime here on earth so that what they do is never forgotten in heaven. I love Hebrews 6 and 10. One of my favorite verses, God is not unjust to forget your labor of love and that you have ministered to the saints and that you continue to minister. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody is in that place where right now you needed to hear that word. It's Hebrews 6 and 10. You have ministered to the saints, but because of disappointments, because of hurts, because of failures. You feel like I I have no desire to continue. I have no desire to produce more, but the devil is a liar. You hear me? God, arrest that spirit right now and bring encouragement to you and strengthen your resolve that what you do, you do as unto the Lord, whether you get accolades, whether you get notice, whether you get a thanks or not, you do it as unto the Lord. And what you do as unto the Lord, you do in his name for his glory, for his honor. And God, is not unjust to forget what you have done and even to see what you continue to do. It's about continuing, continuing. Don't just pray one time and that's it. You continue in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving, according to Colossians 4 and 2. You have come to this place, this point in time, not to give up, not to settle in, not to unpack your bags and say, this is it. There's no more for me to do. No, if you have that attitude, then you might just make sure that your, uh, um, your, 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 your uh, uh, affairs are in, in, in place because you're about to die. No, you want to live, right? And I want to work until the day is done. And that ought to be your, your attitude as well. I want to pray for you. Our Father, our God, Our Lord, our Savior, I come to you on behalf of your people, your children. Thank you that we can call you, Father, by virtue of the blood of Jesus Christ. I thank you today for for atonement, for uh, the, the blood that provided for us redemption. Thank you for the new life we have in Christ, for giving us the privilege, the right, the power to become children of God. Thank you, Father, for our placement in the body of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the good work that you've begun in each of us. For these, your people, and for your commitment to its completion, even to the day of Jesus Christ. I come against every strategy of the enemy. Satan desires to take advantage of us, but we are not ignorant of his devices, his thoughts, his schemes, his purposes. By the hand of the enemy, though he is uh, defeated and disarmed, we understand in Scripture, he is relentless. And he continues to deceive, to delude. He's like a roaring lion going here and there, seeking whom he may devour, who we're told to resist steadfast in the faith, and we do so even now. God, you've got a purpose in raising kingdom living ministries up for such a time as this. You've placed vision in, in Pastor Dwayne's heart, and you've given him to think about faith things with a sanctified imagination to show him what his preferred future is, what the preferred future of kingdom living ministries is. I pray in the name of Jesus against discouragement. And I pray encouragement, comfort, and strength in the name of Jesus. Anybody who's been in leadership for any length of time, know what it is to have good times, bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But I thank you, Father, for a a commitment to you, uh, a dedication to you, and a determination. And I pray that that very same determination is is what uh, is in the fiber, in the fabric of kingdom living ministries, that everyone is like-minded in one accord. Come what may, we're going forward, not ever backward. We're going to continue growing. We're going to continue doing great things, excelling in the work of the Lord and even in the support of ministry in in in, in tangible ways, uh, in in serving in ministry, uh, evangelizing, and yes, even in worshiping the Lord, in giving, above and beyond even what we've done in times past. And I thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. If you're sick in your body, I believe that he is alive and well, still Jehovah Raphael, the Lord who heals us of all of our diseases. Jesus, the same yesterday, today and forevermore. If you're sick in your body right now, I want you to just place your hand on wherever that sickness is. Uh, uh, and if it's if it's appropriate to do so where you are, if it's area of issues in digestive system, put them there on your abdomen, uh, head, migraine Headaches. Thank you, Father, even right now for that individual that's been experiencing that excruciating pain in your head. Not sure if it's micro uh, migraine headache or something of that nature, but it's a headache and it has been challenging. The Tylenol has not been helping you. But in the name of Jesus, just lay your hand on that area, even right here. I see to this part of air, so maybe even connected to your sinuses. God bring healing to you right now. I take authority over this and pray. Healing, normality, back to this individual's life. Headache go in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for uh, this privilege of prayer and even the declaration of the word as we minister to these who are sick and suffering. Whatever ailment, we thank you, Father, that that, that your power is greater than any power of the enemy and that the name of Jesus Christ cast out sickness and disease. You foul spirit of infirmity, I take authority over you in Jesus' name. Cease now and desist in your maneuver against these, the precious people of God. Uh, Come against cancer. I come against growths. In the name of Jesus, blood disorders, hypertension. In the name of Jesus, healing to all. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Sickle cell anemia. The Lord heal, d- deliver you even now. Thank you, Jesus. We come against even those uh, generational uh, or her- hereditary diseases in the name of Jesus. Generational curses, whatever you want to call it. But Father, we take authority over them even now and as we're prompted to do so and pray your healing virtue. To minister to these from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. And I thank you, Father, for giving us that which we ask in Jesus' name, and I bless you, Father. If you're viewing right now, you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord. Today is the day of salvation. You did not just stumble on this site. God ordered your steps. His love for you is so great. Receive Him today. He's God's. Jesus is God's love gift to the world. The Scripture is clear, very clear. If you simply have faith in Him, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, and then confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Confess means to agree with God as 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 to, as it relates to what He has said. And in this in in and in, in this context, that Jesus is Lord, the only way to salvation. You'll not find Him in any other. You'll not find salvation in any other name, but the name of Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Release your faith in him right now. Repent of your sins. Repent, change your mind, change your direction. Let it be a true repentance before God. Give it up to him. Surrender and submit to him even now. I want to lead you in prayer. You mean it as, as an expression of your faith to receive salvation, to receive total transformation, and then to become a radical believer in Jesus Christ. Say with me, and some of you have received Christ, but you got off track. You need to rededicate your life to the Lord even now so that fellowship can be restored. Just pray with me, say, dear God, I repent of my sins. I turn from this world, its enticements and entrapments. I come In the name that is above every name, Jesus Christ, who is risen from the dead. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Save me, Lord Jesus. Deliver me. Fill me with your spirit. I believe your word is true. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So right now, I acknowledge I am saved. And I vow this day to live for you for the rest of my life. Thank you for the grace and thank you for the power to do it. In Jesus name, I pray. Thank you, Father, for saving me. God bless you. There are New names written in the Lamb's book of life, I believe. We rejoice in the God of our salvation. We rejoice with you that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. It's for yours now to grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. If you need a church home, well, Kingdom Living Ministries is a great place where you can come and be planted so that you can collectively grow with others in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ so that you can join uh, with these who bring their resources to the table to advance the kingdom of God. What a privilege it's been to share with you. God bless you richly. If I don't get to see or talk to you before Christmas, have a very Merry Christmas. And as I say to Agape always, Shalom, Hebrew word for peace. But it means more than just peace. It means peace, prosperity, protection, preservation, healing, wholeness. It means enjoy life to its fullness and without interruption. God bless you, and again,
0: shalom. That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200, or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Grand Cocos, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to his word. God bless you.